Uh, I'm here with Manuel Kiesling, who's a software developer and IT manager living in Berlin, Germany. He's also a LeanPub author. We're talking today about Manuel's experiences as a writer, about his experiences using the Lean Publishing approach on LeanPub, and about some of the interesting experiments he's done with marketing and bundling his book. So, Manuel, thanks for being on the Lean Publishing podcast. Oh, thanks for having me here. So, you're the author of the LeanPub book, the Node Beginner book. What's it about? Yeah, um, it's a it, it's a it's a beginner introduction from from a beginner to beginners um, for the Node.js development platform. <coughs> I I started it as it was more or less kind of an experiment, or I, I started writing it to myself for myself because. There was, uh, it was like one and a half a year ago, no, about one year ago, I think, I started the book. And at this time, there were, was a lot of information on the internet um, regarding Node.js, but it was really very, you know, cluttered. There was uh, some examples there, a small tutorial here, and I, I wanted to put everything into one place, and um, so I started this book. Excellent. Um, so how's, how's it gone so far? Oh, it, it went extremely well. Um, I finished it um, about, oh, I'm not sure, maybe like 10 months ago. And um, it was, I think it was kind of a success because uh, it was on, on Hacker News, for example, uh, two times. Um, and uh, was featured there, and uh, this brought a lot of visitors. And um, right now, it's you know I I don't work on it actively. Only smaller bug fixes or answering comments on the website and stuff like that. Um, and yet um, the 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 visitors, the the uh, the user numbers are still increasing week by week, and so it's developing quite well. Right. And it's also um, been translated into Chinese on LeanPub. So how did that come about? Um, well, people asked for it. At the end of the day, it's an op open source project, although it's not a software. It's, um, it's just a text, but it's under a Creative uh, Commons license. So people asked if they could help out. Uh, some people just forked it on, on GitHub and started uh, translating and then got in touch with me when they were finished. And um, all I had to do was uh, releasing um, the book uh, on the website. And uh, for the Chinese uh, version, because China is quite a big market, obviously, um, I decided to also create a, a Lean Pub book from this version. All right. Um, another interesting thing that you've, with the No Beginner book, is that you've done some experiments selling it as a bundle along with another book. Uh, what, yeah. le what led to that? Um, I'm not really sure who had the idea. I, I think it was you, you guys. Uh, yeah, I don't remember bring, either. Bringing up the idea. <laughs> it happened. Uh, or maybe it was Pedro's idea. Yeah, I'm not sure now. Um, but you know, um, uh, Pedro Texera. Mm -hmm. I hope I pronounce his name correctly. Uh, Pedro Texera uh, wrote another excellent Node.js book, Hands on Node.js, and um, he also sold uh, his book. On his website, and um, yeah, then then came Lean Bundle, and um, it sounded like a good idea to to bundle the beginners tutorial and the 
more advanced and more reference style book uh, by Pedro uh, together. Right. And it it worked out fantastic. Um, this I, this is what really really accelerated sales a lot. Yeah, yeah. We've we've seen obviously as you know that the the bundle is selling more sales than the individual. Your yeah, individual absolutely. Book um, and actually, so much so that. As you know, obviously, but that we haven't we've we've let people on Lean Bundle know, but haven't publicly talked about it. That what we've decided to do is basically shut Lean Bundle down and make it into a feature of Lean Pub. And the reason yeah. for that is that your experiment with Pedro has gone so well that we realize um, more more Lean Pub authors should do this. Just like, for yeah. example, with Lean Pub with variable pricing. Once we realized how good that was, we thought, well, more Lean Pub authors should look at doing that. Absolutely. So, um, yeah. So, um, <clears throat> do you have? Okay. So, what is in terms of another with variable pricing? Um, I'm actually interested to hear your thoughts on pricing um, for your book and for bundles, and just generally what you think about book pricing. That's that's a very interesting question. Um, and and and. To be honest, I, I never really thought about it. You know, it it, it just came from my guts. Uh, so how how should we how should I price the book? How should I price the bundle? Um, people here in Berlin that that read my book and, and the web page said a lot of people actually said that um, I should make it way more expensive because people read the web page where the where the text is available and. If they decide to buy, they they do it to say thank you, and right. they 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 would sure surely they would be willing to pay a lot more. I, you know, as you know, we never really experimented with different price price tags, um, so no experience here. Um, I think, well, in my case, um, my book isn't that long. Mm -hmm. So I think it 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 should clearly be below the ten dollar line, right? Um, but that's just you know that's just a feeling. I I, I haven't uh, couldn't make any experience with this. Yeah, it's it's interesting. I mean, um, with your book and Pedro's book, for example, like one thing we found with variable pricing on LeanPub um, is that, for example, if you set a suggested price that's you mm -hmm. know around double the minimum price um, or even mm -hmm. triple. That a whole bunch of people pay more than the minimum price, and, mm -hmm. and some of them even pay more than the suggested price. Like recently, we've had a couple of books bought for fifty dollars and a hundred dollars, respectively, wow. and, and the, the suggested price was like you know ten dollars <laughs> or something mm -hmm. like like in that range. Like people will overpay, like like not overpay as in like oh no they were overcharged. People will voluntarily pay more than the minimum price. It's a really yeah. interesting yeah. phenomenon. Um, yeah. Yeah, actually, when we make when we migrate um, your Lean Bundle with you and Pedro over to Lean Pub, we might actually want to mm -hmm. revisit that. Um, what's, Absolutely. What is because I think that both of you may be leaving some. So, well, it's pricing is hard. Yeah, probably. <laughs> you know, um, the variable pricing we found helps a lot because we because other we realized that authors were leaving a lot of money on the table um, with fixed price. But yeah, even still, it's gonna it's an interesting experiment. Um, what has surprised you most about LeanPub, your experiences with LeanPub and Lean Bundle so far? Well, maybe this sounds stupid, but what surprised me the most is 
it works. You know, it, it works <laughs> at all. I thought, you know, selling my own book, if, if, you, if you had asked me uh, uh, one year ago, I would have said, yeah, maybe 10 people, yeah, mm. um, buy this book. And it, it works so well. And it's such a good user experience, obviously, and uh, especially the new uh, the new page, the new LeanPub pages are, are really beautiful, and um, it works so well. And uh, I, I never thought that, you know. Huh. Interesting. Thank you. Yeah, we've we've we got a designer, as you can tell, recently to oh, do, okay. to work on LeanPub, so it's not just it's not just programmer yeah. design anymore. It's actually designed. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, design is the cheapest, awesome money can buy. Oh, I know. Yeah, it's fantastic. Um, so, in terms of how we could improve LeanPub for you as an author, is there anything that you wish we'd improve or fix? Um, when, when we talked about pricing, I wanted to say that uh, the interesting thing is that as an author, you are like myself. You are you are a technical person. You're a programmer, and you are you aren't into marketing or stuff like that, but this changed a lot um, with with the release of the book, with with the book sales and stuff like that. And um, although I I didn't get into 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 price marketing uh, decisions and stuff like that, uh, the one thing I really developed uh, over the course of of the last months was, you know. Working with Google Analytics, um, thinking about SEO. I, I never thought about SEO before, you know. And now it's it's like, uh, yeah. To be honest, every single day I have to go into Google Analytics and look. Oh, okay, this works better than that. And uh, oh, if I add Google plus plus one, then uh, this works better for for search and stuff like that. And so. Um, I could imagine that a lot of authors uh, experience this once they publish their book and uh, have the traffic and have the sales. Uh, it's so amazing to look into these numbers yeah? and right. to, to see the relationship uh, between web traffic, sales, pricing, texting, um, all this kind of stuff. So. Um, I think this, this, is, this is an area maybe that could be even more integrated into 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 lean um, into lean pub. You know, provide numbers, and um, you all, you already added uh, the possibility to uh, to put um, the Google Analytics tracking code from the author into the lean pub sales page, and maybe there's even more to this. You know. Yeah, I, mean, I was, I was going to ask you about that. Is there because we're we so we, this is one area we know we need to do more. Um, like, and so you use Google, Google Analytics, so do we? Um, and we we let you put your code in. Are you using that feature? Yeah, I'm using yeah. it. Okay. Um, Are you like one thing we thought about is <coughs> um, A/B testing the minimum price, or no, it's not, well, not, not not the minimum price. Actually, sorry, I said that exactly backwards. A/B testing the suggested price. The Mm -hmm. um, we feel that A/B testing the minimum price is bad because some people will get upset if they paid more than others, like if they're sort of not forced to, but if if they weren't able to pay what someone else paid. But mm -hmm. we think that 
letting people, letting authors A, B test the suggested price would help a lot. Um, mm -hmm. Would that be something you'd be considering, like trying or? Absolutely. Okay, Absolutely. Cool. Yeah. Um, and I, yeah. I, I would go even further, you know, I think, um, you know, I found, I, I learned a lot by, um, while, while, the, while the actual book text remains the same over the course of the, of, of, of the last year, I, um, I played a lot with, with the layout and, and, the, and the other texts on, on the web page. Right. And um, it would be cool to uh, do this in a certain range um, with with the sales page with the ex actual sales page, you know. Yeah, so just uh, testing uh, the book. A B testing A B testing the price and stuff like that. But maybe also, you know, yeah, putting up different texts, um, playing around with the layout. Um, maybe 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 this is something that's uh, that's worth it, you know. Yeah, no, I think so. We're, yeah, like A B testing about the book. Um, we're also looking at embedding, like being able to embed video onto the book landing page, just like, um, like letting authors put into their about the book and about the author, like video as well, which just gets we'll just get embedded. Um, one other question I have is, do you want with your book, um, do you want LeanPub to try to facilitate more community around your book or do you see like your blogging and Twitter as filling that role adequately? Yeah, I think so. Um, I think it. Um, most of this happens. You know, this is this is the difference uh, to to uh, the more traditional publishing that you know suddenly the author is a real person mm -hmm. who who answers uh, questions in the in the in the comment section, who's on Twitter um, and stuff like that, and. Um, well, well, I can say at least for me, I don't need, I don't really see a need for this kind of of com community around lean pub because it it would mm, probably, you know, it would split the community a little bit. Like here is uh, the book page itself from the author. Here is lean pub. There is a small community there. The other community is there. I'm not sure about this, you know. Right. Um, but but maybe for for authors that, that don't already have kind of a following and kind of a community, or don't want to invest their time into this kind of stuff, maybe for them that would make sense. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe maybe I know. Like we we actually sort of as you know went back and forth on that. Like we did a bit of stuff, but we realized it was kind of half baked and. The, the authors who were doing it really well were just using Twitter anyway, so we should just encourage, mm. encourage that. Um, is there anything you'd feel, like, in terms of LeanPub books, like, integrating them more with Twitter and, like, other social networks, like, like in terms of either, like, encouraging readers to interact? Like, I mean, obviously now on your book, on, on your author information, you can, like, put your Twitter avatar, like, we have really basic stuff, like, hey, here's the author's Twitter name. But mm. would you want more sort of like in the book, like driving readers toward, you know, tweet this or like, here's the... You know. Yeah, I, now that I think about it, um, I could imagine, you know, there is this about the author section on the right side, maybe mm. maybe having a, 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 a Twitter stream, a filtered Twitter stream. Um, right. 
box below this uh, this this section um, with you know with some clever search uh, put behind it 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 could uh, refer to everything on Twitter where people talk about this book or the author talks about the book that that would be awesome hmm, okay definitely that sounds, that sounds easy um, yeah. and helpful uh, do you have any advice for someone who's blogging about because for you it transitioned really well for someone who's blogging about programming topics and considering writing a book? Um, yeah, I, I thought about this lately a lot. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm currently, uh, I'm probably, if my time allows, I'm going to, to blog on this too. And, and the bottom line is, um, uh, I don't know if this podcast allows any swearing, but the it. bottom line is just fucking do it, you know? I, so... Often before I thought, you know, um, in, in the past when, when I had an idea or I learned something and I wanted to write about it, so often I thought, you know, oh, but I'm, I'm a beginner myself and nobody's going to listen to me and uh, maybe if I write something and it turns out it's, maybe it's not wrong, but it's not the best solution, you know, I have to wait for the best solution before I can write something. Um, yeah. That's true on the one hand, but on the other side, just fucking do it, you know. Um, maybe if it's not the optimal solution, if it's not the best, uh, uh, the best out there, um, there are still there are always people below your own level, even if there are millions of people above your own level. And um, you know, this is what I think. Every this is this is what really changed um, with the internet or with the World Wide Web, is that now everybody can learn from everybody. You know, maybe if you are, if 99% of your time you are, you are the student and you need teachers, there is this 1% where you can be the teacher for other people, even if you have to learn a lot yourself. And so this is what I suggest is just, write stuff, write about stuff, accept that maybe it's not perfect, you will get the feedback and you can uh, discuss it and correct it later and um, everybody can be a student and a teacher at the same time. Right, yeah, there's actually a, thing, a phenomenon about that, right, where the better you get at something, the more unsure of yourself you are. It's not, not um, you know what I'm saying, right? Shoot, I can't remember what the name of it is now. It's hilarious. Um, but they're like where people who are completely incompetent at something overestimate their abilities, whereas people mm. who are really good at something often underestimate their abilities. Yeah, so, the Dunning-Kruger effect. Yeah, or? something, oh, like, yeah, it's, something, it's like, something that. like that. Yeah, it's yeah. related to imposter syndrome, but not the same thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, well, that's basically what it for me. Um, do you? Uh, so in terms of your future plans, um, like, like, oh, oh, actually, I have a question. One more question. So yep. when we started, when you started um, No Beginner Book, LeanPub was, the idea was to write in HTML. But now we've switched to Markdown, um, yep. and your book has gotten converted. How did that go? Was that, is it, how is that for you now? Yeah, that's perfect. You know, yeah. I, you know the, the, the web page obviously is still HTML. Right. And um, now that the text is finished, I didn't take the time to convert it to Markdown. But um, 
uh, I do a lot of stuff in Markdown, and it's it's a way to go. It's it's way better. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I had uh, I had a hard time uh, w with the HTML, not related to Lean Pub, but uh, to the overall uh, page, and it's it's not so good for for the translators, for example. They have to fiddle around with my. Uh, HTML stuff and Markdown is the way to go, definitely. Okay, excellent. Well, thank you very much, Manuel, for being on the Lean Publishing Podcast and for being a Lean Pub author. Thank you.